Hello and welcome. Welcome, my good people. My good Poke fans. My good... Do Poke fans have a specific name? Is there a specific name for Not Poke a... nerds? I'm I guess that's a character. Sure. I think in the game they're super fans, and in some other games they have been Poke fans, I think. Welcome, to welcome, uh, fellow Poke super fans, uh, to Game Over, the premier video game show hosted by two brothers and a third guy only live on 101.5 UMFM and, one, and uh, UMFM.com. I am your father, son, and the goalie host, the injured goalie host. Apologies for the abridged episode today, although we are going to make it up by staying for an extra half hour. <laughs> uh, yes. But yes, please, once again, I think I said this last week, and I also said it on Beyond the Panel. Protect your goalies, people. I'm going to have like a limp for a month because of this. Uh-uh. I hate it. Anyway, so yes, apologies for that, but we are here, and if you thought son of, or we were going to be done talking about Sword and Shield because we've been talking about it for a month straight. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh boy, are you wrong. We're going to be talking about that for the next month straight probably, although there, I'm sure there is some other stuff. I know that Stadia is picking up a lot of steam. I'm not sure if it's releasing soon, but I'm seeing a lot of news about it lately, and it's not entirely positive. Kel Supreze. Yeah, exactly. But that's enough about me. How are we doing, lads? We're doing good. I'm still sick, so that's not great. Yeah, but, we got so s- I'm good. Sick, yeah. injured, and Matt is good. Perfect. Okay, so Sword and Shield is out. Yay! Yay! Now, Matt, I don't know how much time you've had to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, although you did help me move, but considering uh, I was steeped in a move and I only only switch, so that denied Adam of it too. I'm not sure if you're significantly farther, but let's see, because we're going to pretty much spend the entire... Well, no, we are going to spend the entire yes. hour yeah, talking about uh, Sword and Shield, and we'll probably have more to talk about after this, and if we want to talk about something different on Game Over, we might just have to do a Sword and Shield podcast Woot. Uh, that will upload straight to Game Over, and it'll go onto your very podcast app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever else, indeed. But how far away, how far into the game is everybody, Matt? Uh, I've played about 15 hours. I'm just about um, to get to the fourth gym fourth gym okay yeah at least i think so i've beaten the third gym i just got to a new city i think it's where the gym is okay i believe i've played three hours oh wow something like that i thought it's it might it might be a bit more but it's it's not double digits okay um i have yet to fight a gym okay i would i would say because i've pansied around in the wild area yeah i would say i i pretty much am in the and uh, right in the middle in that i also sort of faffed about we'll use the british terms yes faffed, faffed about, about in the in the wild area for a significant period of time i think i'm in double digits i don't think i'm as high as 15 but i've only beaten one gym and i just beat it like on my yeah. lunch break <laughs> I, kept, I mean i feel like i could have beaten a gym if I just rushed it but i was like i got to the wild area and i'm like nope you catch everything you see yeah that's just it. So we'll, we'll talk about the wild area, I'm sure, in depth uh, at some point. But yeah, I also took that approach, and I kind of then regretted it, because then I was raffle stomping my way through uh, the gym. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like I, I wasn't really even grinding, and I was still like, I think I was talking to you, Adam, and I was like, oh, yeah. my starter evolved. And you're like, what? And I'm like, I got to the wild area, and I never left and then my, until I caught everything I could see. Yeah. And then my, by the time I was done, my starter was level 20. Yeah. I think I fought the first gym. My starter had already evolved. All my Pokemon are about level 20. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be in that boat. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, the first gym. like the first gym comes later in the game than they normally do. That's true. You know, the, the, the gym leaders aren't using like level seven Pokemon like they yeah. have in some other things. Um, but yeah, you get to the wild area. I did the same thing. You just go around, see everything, catch everything, mm-hmm. you know, accidentally fight like a level 30 Pokemon. Whoops. All your guys are suddenly way too strong. 
Yeah. yeah. Now I want to. I kind of do in a in a minute here. I want to get into sort of the start because it is a relatively different start. I mean, the the same idea is you start off in your own town, and then you get your Pokemon, you meet the professor, blah blah blah. That's all the same. But the order that they did things is a little bit different. And obviously, if we're talking about where you haven't run into the first gym leader at around like the ten hour mark. That is so tremendously different from pretty much every other Pokemon game that I can think about. Yeah, like in most cases, I fight. Like in in Red and Blue, you fight Brock. You're probably what an hour in. Yeah, I think you I might would... have two, maybe three yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. You've got you've got you've got your starter. You've got a Rattata. And you've got a Pidgey. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> yeah, I was two listening. of which are useless. <laughs> I was okay. listening to some people. That's the actually might even be the biggest change: the amount of variety that you have going into that first yes. gym battle. But mm-hmm. uh, I was listen- I was reading some stuff online, and people were comparing it to other generations. I think I forget which one it was, but they're saying there's one of the generations that it's possible to get to the first gym leader in about 15 minutes. So yeah. you turn on the game 15 minutes later, you get the first gym leader because it's like level 10 or whatever. Yeah. Right. So that is in theory possible, and yet this one. By far the highest opening gym level at, I think, 18 and 20, or 17 and 20. Wow. Yeah, like, two, uh, yeah that's like Misty was yeah. right on there. Yeah, that's yeah. like second or third, depending on the generation gym leader yeah. stuff. Okay, but before that, let's get our Poke resumes uh, on the table. So I think we've all played, if not every game, but every generation. So at least one game from every generation. Is this correct? I'm yep. looking at you, Matt, because I yeah. know Adam, obviously. Yes. Uh, so what I want to know is your... And a bunch of the spinoff titles. Your favorite, and a bunch of spit-off titles, some of which are better than the main titles. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or at least have higher animation fidelity than some main games. Cough. But, uh, yeah, cough, cough. Not that we're <laughs> referring to anything specific right now. But uh, what I want to know is your top five Pokemon. No specific order. Just a general top five Pokemon, as well as, let's go with favorite starters and favorite region. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I know, know I'm, those I'm throwing extra stuff on you. Okay. So I can go first, and again, maybe I'm entirely biased, and I think I'm going to be stealing Adam's answers too. My favorite starters are uh, the Generation 3 starters. Swampert, Blaziken, Skeptile, I think that's the only generation where I can look at all of them and be like, they're all great choices. And I think I, I when I had Ruby originally, I, I played with one, then when I got Emerald, I played with a different one, and then when I played, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Omega that, Ruby. Omega, Omega Ruby. Ruby yeah. I played with the third one. So I played with all three of them. They're all great. It's also my favorite region. It has for a few different reasons. Although I do like, um, I do like, what's the word I'm looking for? The fourth generation's like secret bases. Yeah. They were yeah, even more cool. in depth where you had the underground. Yeah. I just really liked, you know, you were at different levels. Like there was a, you were uh, in the land and then you were in the sea and there were a bunch of islands and I like horns so that's fine because yeah. that's like the meme you know too much water and too many horns Yeah. Um, but I totally dug them and I just like that you were like there was a city in the treetops and there was a city underwater you know it was, yeah. it was a bunch of different variety and it really felt like as opposed to like I think after that they went way too intense with the legendaries they were just like this one controls time and space whereas these guys were just like this is land like, and water yeah like the ruler of the water and the ruler of the land yeah, like yeah. it seemed relatively straightforward to me anyway and then my top five Pokemon again in no particular order this is a really random list okay. I, I literally went to just Cerebi.net and looked through every single Pokemon that's what I did too yes so uh, I have an honorable mention because I, f- I was tied in the last one. I I also have an honorable mention. Okay, Matt, we'll permit you an honorable mention. <laughs> All right. I, I have a few, too. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, Gudra. I knew who was going to be. That's my clear I number s- one. I want to see if I can predict your list because I knew that I knew Gudra was going to be I don't think so because for a while my favorite was Blaziken, partly because of... Yeah. Uh, and that's not even on the list. Oh, he's not even on the list. Okay, never mind. It's similar to Charizard. You know, it just it was too too overdone. Yeah. You know, too played That was going to be my next guest. It's too edgy. All right, what else you got? Gudra Cincino. 
right? Now, that's okay. probably because it's cute and probably because I love Your normal smacking <laughs> down normal people with my normal Ubers <laughs> yep, team. Okay. And Sencino is the uh, Lugia and Ho-Oh killer. Yes. It's perfect. Uh, Galissapod. Yeah. really like Galissapod. Oh, okay. That's a nice design. Obama Snow. Again, more yep. for design than usefulness. Yeah. And Dragonite. I really, okay. really like Dragonite, yep. especially because I play a rain team. Yeah. And I have a special Dragonite that no one sees coming. I love it. With the honorable mention being Noivern, because I was Noivern Dragonite. Yeah, it's a uh, tough choice. Yeah. Tough for to go. Anyway, that's my list. What happened to going on the bug side? You said your new favorite type so I really, bug. So it's, it's tough, right? Because I was looking through, there were so many Pokemon that I'm like, I really like. Like, there are multiple generations where I just totally skipped. Yeah. Right? And it was essentially because I was like, I like this a lot. They might be in, I might have a ton of bugs in my, like, a tier, yeah. but S tier actually was was yeah. what I just. Glissopod yeah. looks like a bug, kind of. It is a bug. Yeah. Well, it is a bug. He's one on there. I was yeah. trying to think yeah, why bug. do I like the bugs so much? Yeah. Because there's only three bugs in this new generation, and I adore all three of them. Uh, and I think it's because when Game Freak makes them, they they have to look like a, an animal because they're a bug. Yeah. So they don't have time to do any of that inanimate object crap. Yeah. And also, they naturally kind of look like monsters. So it, it also fits That's the That's true. You, the blow, you blow a real bug up to human size, and it, it's it already kind of freaky. Yeah. 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 So there are a bunch of ones like Araquanid and Volcarona and a couple from the new generation. That would have been like my, my next tier. Yeah. But mm-hmm. That's my asses. Adam, where are you at? So I have, uh, yeah. I, I, I actually recorded which generations all of mine came from. So I have nothing from Gen 3, mm. which is interesting because you're, you're right. I totally agree with you. Gen 3 is my favorite starters. And Gen 3 is my favorite region. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like the variety of the stuff you do. I love the Battle Frontier, as you know. Um, but I picked... There are no Gen 3 Pokemon on my list. There's no Gen 6 Pokemon on my list. Interesting. Um, I originally had 10, and I just started chopping people. Um, yeah, to do the Thanos snap yeah, or the but, Dexit. But even, yes, the Dexit, exactly. Your own personal Dexit. But even in, the, even in the top 10, I don't think there was anyone in Gen 3 or Gen 6. Okay. Um, so... Uh, and I, so I have, yeah, again, in, in no particular order, uh, we have, uh, Alakazam, who might just be my favorite Pokemon ever. I'm really not a Gen 1-er, but I really like the designs of a lot of the Gen 1 Pokemon, and he's, I really like him. I mean, they're classic, yeah. Uh, Lugia, I just, I was totally enamored with Lugia when Gen 2 came out, and the movie. The movie really helped with that. It's the movie good. helps a lot. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um... Uh, Gallade. Gallade, yeah. You, you may be noticing a pattern here. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I'm going to break it for the last two, which are Scrafty, okay. whose design I just really like, oh. and his typing. And before they introduced Fairy, his typing was amazing. Yeah. Um, and he was just, like, because you picked him up really early in the game as a Scraggy, and it's like, oh, this thing's a tank! Yeah. Like, he's just really good. And then uh, from 7th Gen, Mimikyu. Yeah. I love Mimikyu. Um, and then honorable mentions, I, I guess I have two. One is Mewtwo, because it's Mewtwo. Obviously. Another one is Articuno, who it just, I, I love the design. I just wish it was better, or the yeah. ice flying mm-hmm. wasn't the there's, worst typing ever. There's so many Pokemon that, like, if they were even a little bit better, or, like, edging closer to competitive viability, they would be, like, way higher up my rankings. Yeah. Like, I love the design of Aurorus. It might, it's definitely yeah. in, like, in my it's top ten design, yeah. but it's yeah. terrible. Like, you yeah. could never use it. Ice Rock is awful. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really need to change ice. Yes, it's, they it's do. Really they need to yeah. do something. Matt, okay. what about you? So, uh, favorite starters? I'm going to go with Gen 4, Turtwig, Chimchar, and uh, Piplup. I mean, that's a really that was, good That group. was number yeah. two for me. Yeah. 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 They're, they're 
probably after Gen One, the final evolutions are probably my favorite, um, and the the like initial uh, starter forms they are they're my favorite. Every one of them is just like adorable, but in kind of like still a realistic way. They don't mm. they haven't quite moved on to the like little collection of circles type designs. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm really big fan of those. Um, region, I immediately thought of Johto, and then. When I actually thought about it, I'm like, it's not that good a region. There's a whole lot of backtracking. The leveling is all weird. You're yeah, like yeah. three quarters through the game and your Pokemon are still like level 20. It's a weird region. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Hoenn. That one? Unanimous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, unanimous. It's, it's just really good. It's yeah. so good. It's just really good. There's so much to do. Yeah. The, like the, the, you know, it always gets kind of crapped on for, you know, too much water and all that yeah. stuff. I like water Pokemon. Well, and we got, like, we got to dive. We got to explore the undersea. Yes, yeah. the HM thing was annoying, but diving is cool. It gives it a sense of space, too. Yeah. And it, especially, like, when you're coming off of Kanto, so they, they had the eight, and then the Johto, they didn't feel like letting go of Kanto. So yeah. when they came to Hoenn, they're just like, oh, well, if we're not going to keep doing, if we're not going to have three regions available now, we have to make this one extra impressive. And I, I feel like they succeeded. I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going into my top five Pokemon, I have, let's see, I have two Gen 1s, one Gen 5, and two Gen 6 Ooh. in here. So the generation I snubbed entirely <laughs> features twice. Yeah. Okay, I could have put a like almost all of the Generation 4 like add-on evolutions as honorable mentions. Yeah. Other than Licky Licky and Rhyperior, I love all of them. The add-on evolutions. So, right. um, yes, but no so my list, uh, I have Noivern. Yeah, I was very happy when I saw a Noibat in uh, in Sword. Got that guy in my party now. Love him. Uh, Dragonair. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Dragonite. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's like it's almost as if I wonder if there's a story. You know how there's that theory that Caterpie and then Metapod were supposed to turn into Venomoth because the eyes are the same. Yeah, yeah. It sort of feels like that might be the case with Dragonite too, doesn't it? It looks like there should be an alternate evolution where Dragonair is more Dragonair-esque. Yeah. Yeah, but, like a, like an Eastern dragon. Yeah, but clearly in my list, I am I like big, goofy dragons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dragonite's very useful. I used him a lot for, like, competitive play and stuff like that. He yeah. did a lot of work for me, but I don't like his design. Um, so in the kind of same vein as Dragonair, I have Articuno. Yeah. I just really like that kind of, like, slender, elegant design. Like, Articuno's <sighs> so tail. Is, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's it's just so a gorgeous Pokemon. Yeah. Um, then I have Halucha. Oh, yep. good choice. That was in my top ten. Yeah. yeah. When I saw, like, a flying wrestling Pokemon, I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is... It's just awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. The I, one he's Pokemon so much fun to use. clothes that I'll accept. Yeah. yeah. He's just so much fun to use. Yeah. He really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and then rounding out the top five, we have uh, Galvantula. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 A little Louis the Lightning Bug. Love. Yeah. And, and if I had to pick, like, a top five unevolved Pokemon... Joltik would probably be number one. <laughs> Joltik yeah. is. Adorable. If I could get a plushie of a Pokemon, it would be Joltik. Yeah, it's great. I it's, just want to see it taking down a Waylord. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I had uh, honorable mentions of Weavile and Tyrantrum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There I think Gen Six is my fa- is definitely my favorite for uh, fossil Pokemon. Giant yes, Aurora, I yeah. feel like I don't. I don't know how far either of you. Or I don't know how far uh, Matt or Adam is, uh, and Matt. I don't know, but I haven't seen them. I don't feel like this generation will be anyone's favorite for fossil Pokemon. All right, uh, but well, you'll see. I'm just starting to get hints of fossil stuff. You'll see when you get there. I have not got there. Uh, there, I'll I'll give you a hint, and that that's not really a hint, but okay. the person who uh, revives them for you, their name is a pun. And once you see the name pun, you'll start to understand what's um, got people what, so what's divided. Coming? Okay. Actually, they're not divided. 
you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll put it like so that. <laughs> Let's want them so upset. I'll, I'll phrase it like that. Okay, so I do want to start off at the very beginning because, again, we're talking about the early portion of the game, and by next week we'll have more of the mid part, and then we'll see if we want to talk about something else if we just do like a great like two-and-a-half-hour super review and purely podcast it so we don't like commandeer the studio for two-and-a-half hours. They definitely kick us out. It starts off in a way that I don't think any game has ever started off before, in that it's not the professor introducing the world to you. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. chairman who, and I don't know any story spoilers, just so we're clear, but that chairman is so evil, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has to be. Oh, he has a single earring. He's definitely Yeah. yeah. He's, and he has an assistant whose name, the first time you see her, was just question marks. Yeah. yeah. yeah definitely that, evil. Definitely evil. Yeah. Okay. Just so we're on the same page. He's yeah. super evil. And especially but, with Team Yell not really seeming all that evil, there yeah. has to be someone They're just else. fans of somebody. Yeah. yeah. They're just annoying. Yeah. 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 The type of people who would riot when the team doesn't win the Stanley Cup. Well, yeah, they're just football hooligans. Exactly. That's That's what I'm saying. Um, So, yeah, the chairman introduces the map to you or the region to you. And I kind of missed that little professor, you know, walking out and explaining it to you. Because the professor isn't talking to you, the character. The professor is talking to you, the player. Well, but it also feels like an infomercial, right? It's like something you'd play, like... Is put this in the DVD player before you send your child out into the world. Yeah, almost like as weird as it sounds, although this is probably what they're going for. It's like you're being tr- like sucked into the game Jumanji style. And like this yeah. is the little intro thing that you're getting before you go in. And like this is all you get because once you go in, everyone already knows this information. So learn yeah. it fast, you know. Actually, Jumanji, the movie, the like more recent yeah. movie would be a perfect example of this. Yeah. It's like the little blip that they get. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. And it does start off the fact that you're going to be more of an entertainment factor now. And at least as far as I've gotten, maybe the second and third. And, and do you say you've beaten the fourth or you're about to beat the fourth? Just about to get to the fourth. So maybe the second and third gyms hype it up a little bit more. But at least this far, I'm happy that they took the idea that the Pokemon are, that Pokemon trainers are sports stars and they're entertainment and you have to get a sponsorship. And there's like, this is probably going to be televised and all that stuff. But they haven't really done anything with it. Oh. So it's unfortunate that they framed it that way, but Matt, is that has does that change? Like not really. Outside of the, the admittedly pretty cool stadium um, arena for the gym battles, or sorry, yeah. the gym leader battles, because the regular gym trainers have a super boring background. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Other than that, there's not much to it. Um, like the sponsorship thing hasn't really come into play at all, except for the very first one that you get from. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Leon. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there hasn't been any other kind of thing. It's not like you need a new one to go get, you know, all the other gyms. Um, it's kind of just seems a little bit like lip service and then 100%. just kind of a background during a battle. That's exactly what it seems like. It. It. I wish more like you had done. There's so many more things they could have done. And I'm sure that once we've, you know, finished the game and, and can look back on it, we'll think about stuff. But like even a simple, they've done interviews before. And I ran into... Uh, a camera guy, a cameraman, and a reporter woman, and they remind me exactly of Gabby and Ty from our, yeah. all our favorite yeah. regions. But there's no interview after. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. And yeah. then I, th- I realized Hoenn came out in, what, 2003? It's, like it's been an awful long time. And they had interviews and TV spots where you would be mentioned on the TV spot. Yeah. And now you're like a sports star. A sports star. You are a TV star. And they don't use the oppor- they don't take the opportunity. They could even they have the technology to just record your little even if it's not voice acted, obviously it's not voice acted. Yeah. But you can't go into a TV station and see your character being interviewed by somebody. Wouldn't that be cool? Like yeah. if you do a little post game interview and it's just like, what was your strategy in defeating uh, the whatever 
what it was. Yeah. Well, I use blah, 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 blah. They don't do anything like that, yeah. which is an awful shame. Um, but let's keep talking about the beginning. So probably the, the biggest difference, or no, I'll, I'll back up. So you start off, you're in your house, your mom looks like you no matter what you pick, which is probably pretty clever. Yeah. As opposed to... Uh, What's it called? Alola, where your mom was just vaguely ethnic. So whatever you, <laughs> yeah. whatever you were, just imagine your dad filled was in the that, blanks. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now they make your mom look like you. So yeah. if you're white with blonde hair, like I am, you have a mom who's white with blonde hair. There you go. So there you go. Everyone's happy. Uh, you start off, you walk outside, and then there is a wooloo, wooloo, whatever it is, ramming into a gate. Yep. And then you meet your friend Hop, who is a super fan of his brother... Leon. Now, I'm still not sure if I think that Leon is going to go evil, but I, I actually, even though Hop is a little bit bland, I kind of like the dynamic with him and Leon. So what do you guys think of those sort of early hour or two? I think Leon's just kind of a dope. Like, <laughs> like I think he's he's that, the, st- the stereotypical, like, the big sports star. And especially you see this in, like, this gets parodied all the time in England of the, the, the soccer stars. who's like, amazing at their sport, but you get them in an interview and you realize, oh, there's not a lot going on upstairs. Yeah. And they, they do that with Leon in that fact that he has no sense of direction None whatsoever. whatsoever. Yeah. And, and you sort of get that. So I don't, th- I don't think he's a bad guy. I th- just think he's kind of a rube. Maybe. Yeah, I think he'll be the guy that the chairman kind of like sneakily takes over, and he won't realize yeah. it until basically it's already done. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. totally with Matt. Yeah. That could be. I don't mind. I don't mind Hop. I'm liking him more as it goes. My favorite rival is still the one from Gen Two who doesn't even have a name, and he's just a jerk. Yeah, Silver. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, like <laughs> I, you know, I re- I miss the days of having a rival that I actually like really want to beat just because I don't like him. So I, th- I was disappointed that we had another kind of like best friend rival. Yeah, you know, and they've even rival seems to be like an official kind of term now. Yeah. For, the, for the gym challenge, it's like oh, like you were going to do this together because he's my rival. Yeah. Like, mm. Eh. I don't, I don't know about that. I just want to, like, kick someone's butt because I enjoy it. Yeah, I would kind of prefer it if, like, some cheesy TV exec sits you both down and is like, okay, so we have Leon's brother and this new up-and-comer. I'm going to make you two rivals, and that's how we'll play it so, like, the, uh, for ratings or something like yeah. that. And if it's That'd just, like, cool. that would be a good way to approach the rival. But the fact that Hop is glommed onto the term so intensely. I'm trying to think. I think it was in Generation 3, ironically, once again, all three of our favorites. Uh, where it started off with the best friend rival. I think it was Wally. Wally. Yeah, Wally. But yeah. Wally was done really well. Yeah, yeah, Wally was fine. And then they just, but they've gotten, I think, more and more friendly the more it goes yeah. along. I think in like mm-hmm. five and six, you had this like group of friends, right? Yeah. Didn't the group of friends in five appear in six or in four appeared in five? I remember some I remember. version I, of that. They I remember, were so bland I've forgotten. I yeah. remember kind of liking the ones from six, but for the most part, they've been pretty boring there yeah. seems to be um they're they're not a group of rivals this time but i have met a couple others yeah two of who you know they're not like the official rivals but they definitely act as the rival oh yeah character. The, the 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 woman who has team yell following her Mar- and yeah. the jerk yeah and <laughs> the, i like the jerk <laughs> what's, the, what's yeah. the gender of the jerk i'm pretty sure it's I, a he i i, I thought it was a, a i thought he. it was a she but wasn't sure but then i think someone referred to him them i don't know in the game as a he I that think is correct it's a he. it is a he a but i was astonished i was okay. positive yeah. that I, was, I, I, was I was like sure it was a he huh yeah yeah it made no sense and now he does seem to be like the full-on because i've you know later on i battled him i don't think adam has yet i have Oh, you have? Yeah. So In the cave, right? Yeah. During yeah. that battle, he like goes full douche mode, which was kind I, of entertaining. Yeah. yeah. For context, that is the last thing I did. Okay. okay. Got I got it. there, and I stopped. Yeah. He's definitely my favorite so far. 
Just the, yeah. like, you're not good enough. Like, what are you doing? You should, like, we're not in the same league. You don't belong here with yeah. me. Go away. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And yet you it have a variety. level 10 Pokemon. Um, yes. and I, I have I, a level 27. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do want to get it out there, since we're talking about the early games. One of, the th- one of the changes I hate, hate, hate about new Pokemon is that your rival is now weak to you. Mm-hmm. No. This was the one challenge you put on me. Make the rival good the good Pokemon, so I have to go out and find somebody to win. Yeah, although I un- this is the first game where I kind of understand why they do that, because I think this whole interaction was, like, this whole opening bit was... I think they went over it pretty thoroughly because clearly they didn't want to make it too hard and alienate new players. But also, like, you go in and you see, to my note, I think it's the first game where they have, like, a little cutscene with all the uh, starter Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. And they kind of, even if it's just accidentally, attack each other. So if you had no clue what this whole type advantage thing was, the fact that Sobble sprays some water by accident on Scorbunny, and Scorbunny is really upset about that, you should probably get the message about how fire and water work. Yeah. Right? So they do that, and then they have the little thing with, uh, and then you get the little high five animation, which was super cute. Sobble yeah. grabs your hands. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, by the way, I thought that we weren't super high on these starters to begin with, but everywhere I go, like on the internet, in, in this room, I would assume... People are like diehard fans. Like I would literally die for Sobble, and I have no, <laughs> I have no interest in the other ones whatsoever. Yeah. And yet, Groupie, Groupie, yeah, is similarly popular. And I've seen just as many people who are just like I score bunny or or die, and nothing else yeah. even matters to me. Which is kind of, I mean, props to them for yeah. figuring out a way to divide us like that. But then you have the first battle where you fight Hops Wooloo. Yeah, you gain a level, you gain an elemental move, and now you have the opportunity to use it. And if you do, excuse me, if you do, then Hop will comment, oh, you already know how type advantages work. Yeah. So I did like that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Presumably you don't have to have a conversation with him. We'll have to get someone to test it out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There have been a bunch of other interactions like that where you do, where someone will be like, oh, do you know how these work? Mm -hmm. And you go, yes. And they go, okay, I don't need to tell you about that then. Yeah. And you just like bypass the tutorial. I've had that happen four or five times and it's great every time. Yeah. 100%. Great. Yeah. That was, I think they handle that pretty well. My question for you is, uh, and this is such a small thing, do we need the starters to be, what is it, 87.5% male and uh, 12.5% female anymore? No, I've never understood no, I, that. I don't understand why they're like It that. made sense in, like, it It made sense for why they did it back in, like, Pokemon Red and Blue because they're thinking, Game Freak is thinking, not that this isn't flawed logic, let me get this out of the way before I say something controversial, but Game Freak is thinking... It's little boys playing this. Little boys want their first Pokemon to also be a boy. I guess it was, genders weren't even revealed until, like... I think Gen 2. Yeah. Gen, yeah. 2. Gen 2. Yeah. So, little boys are going to play this. They want their Typhlosion to be also a little boy. We'll make it so it's mostly little boys. And if the, a little girl occasionally comes by and wants to play as a girl, you know, she'll There's just have chance. to restart. Yeah. There's a chance. But especially once you had things like Primarina running around and uh, Delphox, there is no longer... You're making feminine-looking Pokemon now. Like, yeah. And it's 2019. Make it 50-50, for the love of God. If you yeah. want to play as a boy and you keep getting a girl, just restart. It's not that hard. Yeah. It's yeah. bizarre. And it's for a bunch of Pokemon, too. Like, some of them make sense, you know, like, you know, Combi and Vesquin. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense for there to be the weird gender things. Some Pokemon, like Eevee, are still, like, I oh, think yeah, 87.5%. Yeah, way... I've, done, I've done, I do lots of, like, Pokemon breeding. And, like, you run into some Pokemon sometimes that it's just, like, this makes no sense that it's almost, like, it's 9 out of 10 male 
Yes, yeah. and it's all—it's almost always more male than female. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I don't get why they're still doing that. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, and you'd think if if they had any basic understanding of biology, it should be like sixty forty for most of these species. Yeah, yeah. or like Going you can have monogendered ones, like the Tyrogue line, or like right? uh, they're all male. Like what's it called, Meltank and Tauros. and Tauros? Yeah, where the the male and the female are different species. Those both make sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't get. The you can have thing. that, but it. I mean, the starter one is is so bizarre because you'd have to think that the percentage of males, females playing a modern Pokemon game, especially like kids, the ones that you're worried about in this situation, has got to be post Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's got to be close to fifty fifty. So you should just make. The, I haven't seen anybody anywhere talk about this, yeah. and it blows my mind. This is definitely the biggest problem with the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're starting light because Adam's still pretty early on, uh, and I don't want to go too crazy. Can I also say, I mean, we all now hate Charizard. It is legally mandated if you're playing this game that you have to hate Charizard. Can I just say, as someone who has Dragonite in their top five Pokemon, it should be Dragonite with Leon. The, the facts yeah. remain as this. Okay, so I understand that Charizard next to Pikachu and now Eevee is probably the most recognizable Pokemon to a new player. Mm-hmm. Sure. But Charizard shouldn't be separated from the other three. Dragonite is still very recognizable as, like, the main guy from... I don't, maybe you don't want to give him to a second champion. That's the only logic I can think of. But whatever. You're giving Charizard, and that's Reds. Okay? So yeah. he's above a champion. Or I guess he is a champion. What is he technically? He kind of like removes himself from the situation, so he's yeah. above a champion. He's a mountain hermit. <laughs> yeah. And Dragonite was the first confirmed case of a Dynamax Pokemon all the way back in the 90s in the TV show. Remember the giant <laughs> oh, Dragonite? Yes. <laughs> it was already made. Why are they doing it? They had to put no effort. It was done for them. It was so perfect. And not, a, not only does Le- and he can fly, so Leon could still have the whole thing. Mm-hmm. If he can't get around, he needs a flying Pokemon. He's unbelievably strong, so it would be perfectly fine for a champion to have one. Yeah. But he's not even in the game. That was the biggest shock for me when I heard the, when I, I heard the leak that Dragonite wasn't in it. Yeah. I actually didn't believe it. Like I thought it was incorrect. It should be. I, it makes no sense to me that it isn't. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't get it. The farther I play, I mean, granted, there are some animations that the Pokemon have when they're out in in the wild area or in the wild, okay? So originally we thought the wild area was where Pokemon would be in the overworld and the roots, it would be traditional grass. Nope. They're out in the grass literally everywhere you go. So maybe you don't want to give every single Pokemon the whole animation of them being in the grass, but there's no reason that they can't be in the fights as far as I'm concerned because Game Freak has now officially released that they have reused the animations for the fights. Yeah. And the models. Yeah. So the models are exactly the same as they were in the previous generation. So again, there's a rumor going around that it was a copying error. Someone screwed up the copying and then they kind of worked with what they had. I'm like, oh my God. That would yeah. be the only reason to include Sock and Throw over Dragonite. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yikes. Okay, so let's keep talking about the intro, although I think we're pretty much almost done. Yeah, there's a huge gap before... The first gym leader. I don't know if you guys know this. This is a handy little tip. Do you know the secret about berry trees? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I know a thing or two about berry trees. So you shake them. Yeah. But if you shake them too much, uh, one of two Pokemon will jump out at you. Yeah. Here's the secret. When you shake it the first time, you got to watch for how uh, rapidly the berry tree is shaking. If it's shaking very infrequently, keep shaking it. If it's shaking very rapidly, and you'll know the difference, trust me, uh, stop. I did not know that. Okay. There you go. Solve berry trees for you. You're welcome. Okay, so, uh, like I said, I do want to talk about some more mechanical changes, and then I want to definitely talk about the wild area. Uh, and then we have named that sound. And then we have named that sound. We sure do have named that sound. So, 
But don't we have to go to commercial? TMs? Nah, no, no. We, <laughs> we played the commercials because I was late. That's fine. <laughs> TMs are now terrible moves, and TRs are the good moves. Technical records. Yeah, which are the, what the old TMs Which are what the old TMs yeah. were. So every good move, pretty much, is now a TR and is a one-time use, similar to the olden games, running off a, a currency that you can't get as rapidly as actual money. Yeah. Uh, Matt, just because you've played longer, what do you feel about the technical records revival? When TMs uh, became like multi-time usable, it was one of the best changes, in my opinion, that the series has ever done. Um, now, I don't, I don't know. I might. This may have just been what I thought about it. I sort of assumed the TRs were um, like one-time use for strong moves that you normally wouldn't be able to get that early in the game. Because I got, you know, first thing uh, foray out into uh, the wild area. Um, I I can't remember the actual moves now, but I got some like moves that you, like would have, you would have you would have on like end game Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, for the TRs, and so I was like, okay, you know, they give you a one shot thing. It's like you know a small chance to get it from a raid, and then there would be an actual TM for it available later in the game. Is that the case, or nope. only as TRs? Yep. Well, that's terrible. Yep. It's an entirely separate list. Well, that sucks. I hate it so much. Yeah. I was one of my favorite Well, I changes. wish I didn't use any of them now. Yeah. Whoops. So, well, now I warned you so you don't have to keep using them. It was an entirely separate list as far as I know. I mean, Jesus. there's, I guess, a 1% chance that I read Sarah be wrong, but considering I've been okay fully spoiling myself, um, because I consider it research, not spoilers, uh, yes, that's what I can verify. That. That's awful. That was one of the, my favorite changes. I think they yep. might even have come in the same generation or like one generation after the physical special split. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, yes, finally. They've understood a few things. First of all, that it's terrible to ha- keep having to buy Earthquake over and over and over again. Yes. And uh, second, that Pokemon moves should be different, not just based on type. Uh, and now that they've gone back to it, I, and, and they've actually made it worse, right? Because you have to use watts, not yeah. dollars. Yeah. For all yeah. we know, like maybe there's a battle tower that you can buy them with dollars. Although the battle tower will probably have its own currency, BP, probably. probably yeah. So uh, stop with these currency crap and stop going backwards in ideas. I do not like this whatsoever. Yeah. It's yeah. it's one thing to just remove a new feature. It's another thing to remove a quality of life improvement. Yeah, like there's, you know, if you just say, "Hey, we don't want to do megas or Z moves anymore," I mean, I disagree with that. But, but like, okay. okay, sure, it's a feature you're removing. Going back to TMs, that was just an annoying thing we had to deal with before. That they decided, you know... If you don't want us to use them, then just don't let us have access to them until the end of the game. Yeah. Like, don't don't open the store. Like, ten years ago, they were like, hey, this was really annoying. Let's make it less annoying. And then, you know, now, for some reason, they're like, you know what? That thing wasn't annoying before. Let's make it annoying. Yeah. It's like, I I understand why it might have been the case originally, because they didn't want to break the game, right? They would assume that children only have a certain amount of hours to be on their Game Boy, so, you know, if they want to have this thing, it'll it'll be a big deal, you know, rather than having to grind away to get more and more of them. But now, you're just guaranteeing they'll be grind, is all they're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. they got rid of the TMs because they were like, well, we know you'll grind anyway, so here, we'll just save you some time and you can reuse them. But now they're like, well... We want you to keep doing these max raid battles. So guess what? The grind is back. Yeah. You thought grinding for a competitive play wasn't bad enough already? Yeah. Try getting 50 different copies of every TR. Yes. And in addition to however much the mints cost and a different how much the bottle caps, there's going to be a lot of grinding in this game. Something tells me that Showdown will be still doing very uh, well. Very yeah. well yeah. after this. Okay, so let's let's continue to talk about I want to do talk I want to talk about the wild area, but um 
Mega Evolution and Z moves died for something, and that something is Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing. Um, somehow I hate them both even more after playing with both of them. So I'll start off on Gigantamaxing because it's way less frequent. My bigger problem with this, the fact that there's form chains, that's kind of cool. The problem is, even if you get a Pokemon that could Gigantamax, not all of them can. And it's only the ones that you catch in a raid battle. That might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, that's I lo- hyperbole, but it's I just, close. I just learned that one today. That's astonishing. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know those Pokemon that you, like, lovingly trained up and, you know, completed your Pokemon journey with? Yeah, yeah, it's useless compared to this other one. This one is just objectively better because it can do a thing that yours can't. Exactly. So ditch your friend and pull, grab in this new guy that you got in a random chance encounter. Yeah. Like, good lord. Like, I got, I, I've seen um, the Giganta match. I won't even spoil who it is. The Giganta, I can't even say it. The giant version of one of the Pokemon that I got, and I was really excited about it, and it's one of my favorites from this generation, and so I was like, oh, well, I'll pick it up early, and then I'll train it up, and by the time I can Gigantamax it, it'll look really cool, and it'll be awesome. Except I'll have to ditch it to get the one that can Gigantamax, and it's just it's just terrible. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand about Gigantamaxing is it's essentially just Mega Evolution and Z-Moves put together. Yeah. Why couldn't you have just taken all of the Megas and say, we're now calling these... Gigantamax forms. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to make any other change. Like, they or, have the models, they have animations because they've reused them all anyway. Yeah. Like, you could just say, we're calling these Gigantamax now. Mm-hmm. They used to be Megas, now they're Gigantamax. And if you want to incorporate the Z move, just be like, okay, every Mega Evolution, whatever their stab thing is, that's a Z move now. Except Gigantamax. They do that in the Dynamax. Gigantamax. Anyway. Okay, let's talk about Dynamax too because that kind of bleeds together. But the Dynamax moves are so much worse because it just takes whatever you have and it just turns it into a move of that type that does damage. Yeah. So it's just like my... We'll protect. Yeah, my Sobble had Water Gun and it had Water Pulse. And so Water Gun became... They became the same attack except Water Gun's damage was 90 and Water Pulse's damage was 110. That was the only difference. So it's like, why would I plan out, you know, maybe I kept Water Pulse even if it was weaker than, say, Surf... Because it had the confusion chance, and that's why I hang on to it. And yet in these crucial battles, because it's not every battle, thank God, yeah. but it is the crucial ones, like the raid battles mm-hmm. and the gym leaders are when you do it. And yet you lose all the strategy you have, and it just comes into, I can punch harder than you can. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. And the way but, they design it, sorry, you go ahead. But not even that much harder. No. Like, it's, no. it feels really underwhelming to the point where I just don't do it most of the time now because the animations take so much longer. Yeah. yeah. I just don't bother with it. And, like, your Pokemon starts off in front of you for the gym battle, but then when you get Gantamax, they go behind you? So I, like, used a fire type against uh, Milo, and the fire went through me. <laughs> so am I, am, are me and Milo just roasted? Yeah. I have no idea, and I hate it so much and also when they come out they have these like awful screams you know it sounds like uh, this might be a throwback for matt and also cash their mass effect check for this week you know when uh, david archer is screaming in uh, mass effect i think it's two overlord and he's like make it stop oh yeah you know that's exactly what all of the slowed down distorted cry sound like to me it just sounds like yeah. make it stop this is terrible it's awful it's screams and the weird floating glowing poop around their heads yeah it's horrible <laughs> Uh, it is absolutely terrible. I, I, uh, yeah. The, the Gigantamax forms themselves, from the ones I've seen so far, look really cool. Neat. Yeah. 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 
just just have them be megas or have the megas be gigantamax forms there's no reason to not combine them yeah i think when we're talking about because i do want to talk about the wild area and then we're going to go into probably the toughest name that sound of all time um it's tough when we're reviewing these types of games because like the review scale from like zero to ten if we use that scale it might sound like that scale is is it completely unplayable glitchy garbage to is it fun yeah these games, the Pokemon formula has been perfected over the past 23 years. It, this is a fun game. You will enjoy playing it. But the question is, does it move the bar forward compared to where it was? And I don't think it significantly moves the bar forward compared to Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And it doesn't even come close to the uh, fidelity of Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey or, frankly, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah. Like, as you talked about earlier, Matt, when you're battling in a building... You just get this terrible white background. Like in Fire yeah. Emblem Fates, when you started a battle, and they were not known for their graphics. When you started a battle, it like zoomed in, and it was specifically where you were in the arena was where you actually saw the battle. Mm-hmm. It, that is not hard to do. Sun and Moon did it. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. That, that was like a selling feature of the game. Yeah. It was like, hey, look, your trainer's there, and the battle arena looks just like where you are. Yeah, you didn't go into a pocket dimension. Yeah, now even for the gyms, it's just like, you know, you're in the grass gym, you have a generic green, like, battle arena. Yeah, it looks Water like Water gym is generic online. blue. Yeah. 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 It's, uh... Okay, so the wild area, now we are actually almost even running out of time. The wild area uh, seems like it was designed by a different team, because all of a sudden the graphics kind of change. But I'm enjoying it. Caveat. I think I'll run out of stuff to do because it, there's just the one. Like, if you look at the map, it's the wild area. There's not the wild area of the north and the mm-hmm. wild area of the yeah. south. It's the wild area. And I feel like I've spent a fair amount of time running around. I found a breeder in the wild area, which is pretty cool. There are two oh. breeders in this game. Okay. Um, but I, after running around and kind of collecting the items and seeing the place, I'm like, okay. I feel like I'm getting all of this done in the first 20 hours. And then barring some weather changes that come with new gym badges... I'll pretty much have seen the wild area. Neat. Yeah. Matt, what'd you think? I mean, I do like it. And that's kind of how I want everything to be moving forward, so I'm happy it exists. Um, although I will say, it does make the rest of the game seem worse when suddenly you can't move the camera around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but yeah, there's su- a little bit, like, surprisingly little to do Yeah. in it. You know, it's sort of um, broken off into into sections. You know, you cross an invisible line and a new little header comes up. Oh, you're in this area now. Yeah. Okay. And so you just, you know, might be some new environmental stuff. There's some new Pokemon, um, you know, and you, you go around and you catch those like four or five Pokemon that are in that area. And then that's it for that area. And then you go to another area, which at our point in the game, you probably aren't allowed to catch anything in. Yeah. Even yeah. if your Pokemon are above the level of this very strong Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I, I've had very strong Pokemon that are below the level of my Pokemon. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I understand why they made that change if you can access the whole wild area at once, but I also hate it. Like, I don't think that was a thing that needed to be balanced. Like, yeah. at, at level 15, I'm not going to be able to go and catch a level 50 Pokemon. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, you didn't need to artificially put it in so that I can't catch Pokemon that are two levels higher yeah. than mine. Well, and also, like, I, and I saw a video on this, and I totally agree with it. And this is a thing I thought should be in Pokemon for a long time. They've had, since, since you could trade, they've had the clause that if you trade for a high-level Pokemon and you don't have the badge, 
it won't listen to you. Yeah, that's true. Why is that not on Pokemon you catch? Yeah, that like should Charizard. just be a, like if you catch a level if you're level 15 and you somehow catch level 50 Pokemon. First of all, well done. Second of all, you don't have six badges. It's not going to listen. Yeah, like that's yeah. the easiest possible thing. Again, take the cue from the anime with Charizard, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And Charizard. like, no one's really going to try and you know catch something strong and push through. Like I, you know, I did that back in the day on Pokemon Yellow. Had a you know a Pokemon way higher level than I should have for the game. It's not even worth trying. It's a huge pain to try and do that with the yeah. Pokemon that don't listen to you. Yeah, that would have balanced itself completely fine. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. <sighs> okay, so it kind of feels like Hyrule Field is probably the best way to describe it, in that it should be something big. Like It should be like Breath of the Wild, in that the areas between are like the most interesting part, and you can kind of get lost in the journey. But it feels more like Hyrule Field from like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, where it's just like, here's an empty void full of uh, low-polygon trees that I can run by to get to the actual places that I want to go, and there'll be a little loading screen. Also, last thing before we get to uh, Name That Sound unforgivable that there is no animation for the Corviknight taxi service. I know you want to speed what? it up, but really? when you take it, you just it's just like a blip. You just fades to black and you're there. Wow. How? How? <laughs> I know I'm calling out to the uh, rival from Sun and Moon to save us. How? How? <laughs> That's a terrible joke. So, uh, we'll move on from that terrible joke and get into Name That Sound. And as I said, I think this is the most difficult name that sound that I've ever done. I think that's the most happy sound that's been on the show so far. And we only have six minutes. That's true. Uh, Yeah, it might be a best of three. Currently, it's a best of five. We'll see if you guys even make it that far. Oh, God. Because the sound is sword and shield music cues. So I'm going to give you a hint. Uh Chances are that you probably haven't heard them. But I, I, I tried to listen to a bunch of them and find some that were relatively distinct. So I'll give you a hint. What I want to know is what you're doing when you hear this. Gym battle? Wow, that was fast. This is a gym battle. It was some kind of battle. Yeah. (laughs) I I mostly just wanted to play the music because the music in this game is like the only unambiguously fantastic part of it. It is great. It's, it's probably stops. the only other thing where they actually bring in one of the sports things. Yeah. yeah. When the gym leaders, like, Dynamax or Gigantamax their Pokemon, it turns into, like, this, like, soccer chant. Yeah. Let me try to find That's it. really cool. Hold on. Yeah, that moment when the crowd starts cheering is always cool. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I guess most for the crowd. Okay, very good. Well, that was easy. Well, I got a point. <laughs> who, are you, who are you battling when you hear this? I'm going to go with Leon. Adam, two for two. Wow. All right. The that just sounded fan. like champion music. It's just See? <laughs> I tried to make it a little easier on you. I tried to pick <laughs> relatively distinct stuff. Okay. So this is best of five, right? It is best of five. <laughs> it, is, it is best of five. Now it definitely will be. Okay. So who are you battling when you hear this music? The, oh, is there? Um, bead? Is there a ghost gym leader? <laughs> I'm gonna guess that. No, I have not picked individual gym leaders. That oh, would be okay. Cruel. It's similar, but I don't think it's Team Yell. The chairman? Nope. Okay, oh. I think we're. I think oh, the Team Yell rival, whatever her name is. It's just Team Yell. Oh, oh it's, it's Team Yell. Oh, he said it was Team Yell. Oh. I listened to you. He didn't lock in his answer, <laughs> so I didn't take it. But well, you know, we'll take it. Sure. Yeah. No, that's fair. All right. So, not who are you battling? What are you doing? Oh, Riding a oh bike. the subway. This is a bike, actually, yeah. Oh. Hey! 
Oh, I yeah. don't even have a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, uh, I was like, what does it sound like? It sounds like you're moving fast. Yeah, I like, know yeah, the subway is like a remix of the old gym leader theme, which is kind of cool. I was worried, but I picked the real Three easy points. sounds. You guys got it. <laughs> There's okay. one more. What is well, it? There is one more, uh, and it's going to play after this commercial. But in this case, once again, I want to know uh, who or what you're fighting. Ooh, fancy. It's just fighting Hop. It's just fighting yeah. Hop. Yeah, right. that was going to be my guess, too. You guys are killing it today. <laughs> I should have made it the best of seven, apparently. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know the name. People are reacting to the name. I'm going to keep playing it. People are reacting to the name of the composer. Uh, and I'm embarrassed that I don't know. Maybe I'll post it on Facebook, or we'll definitely mention it next week. But yeah, I listened to, like, I don't know, 45 minutes of the soundtrack just at work today. Yeah. Maybe Crypt of the Necrodancer kind of prepped me for this sort of upbeat electronic stuff. Mm -hmm. It slaps. It full-on <laughs> slaps. I'm liking the music so far. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, again, the one probably most universally ambiguous part. Okay, so we have, like, a minute left. And with that, then I just want you guys to name your favorite Gen 8 Pokemon. Um, I mean, I've only seen so far. Like four of them. So far. Uh, I really, really like Galarian Meowth and its evolution that I can't remember the name of. Perserker, I think it yes. is. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. I love the, like, the Cheshire Cat that turned into a, uh, like a Viking Raider kind of thing. It's really it's cool. It's a steel type. Yeah. Which is just astonishing. Yeah, that was my first, like, holy crap moment in the game. I'm yeah. trying to remember the name of it, and it's the the I, I've just caught one, and so far this so this will probably change. But the the new rock type, oh like Roly Coley, yeah, you know? whatever that thing is. I love him; he's adorable. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. His evolve form is pretty cool too. Mine just evolved. Oh yeah, I haven't. Mine has. I only just caught it, so I haven't got there yet. I think I know you guys haven't seen it, but I uh, this might change. But right now, in terms of design, I'm going to go with the. Ice bug type. Ooh. Oh, it's terrible defensively, um, but design-wise, uh, A plus. Mm -hmm. So okay. whenever I find it, I'll have to throw it on my team. Yeah. However, I will that will have to wait to until you. next week. Or rock type, obviously. Stealth rocks. Hey, there's an item that negates uh, entry hazards. Now. Is there? Oh, that's yeah, it's cool. like I think it's called shoes or something like that. Oh or, yeah, or I, shoes. I just got those. Like heavy Actually, work boots. Heavy, yeah, I just picked those. Well, there you go. Then you're prepared to fight me, but that will have to wait till next week. So in the meantime, everybody have a great week and stay tuned.